Hi, everyone, and welcome to Food Family Tradition. I'm your host, Lauren Taylor, and this is the podcast where we explore our culinary roots. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing La Hemagine. It's a meat pizza that tastes amazing, and it's something that I grew up with and was a traditional food that I got to have when I was a young girl after school. My grandparents would be in their kitchen making a ton of these little meat pizzas for my brother, my sister, and I after school, and they are amazing. Now, La Hemagine actually used to be something that they would make in Aleppo that was a large meat pizza, not like the large sizes that we think of that we can get in the pizza pies, but um, more of like a personal size pizza size and a little bit bigger. Now, today, though, when the Syrian community came over from Aleppo, the Jewish Syrian community, they came over to Brooklyn and they started making their lahamajin much smaller. So it was more of a snack size and it kind of caught on to everyone's delight, including my own. (laughs) So that's how it became more of a snack for the kids after school. It's also something that can be served with hummus or tahine and other salads that you can get in from the region. And it's really a fantastic addition to any dinner that you're going to be hosting. Everyone seems to love it. This is something that my grandparents would make, my mom would make for us, and now I make for my kids. So it's definitely a traditional dish that is made with love to our kids, and we're just continuing on to pass it down as we do. Now, this recipe is very simple to make. It has the dough as your base for the pizza and then the meat. You don't have to do any pre-cooking with the meat. All you have to do is make sure it's defrosted, add all of your spices, and put the meat onto the dough. Even the dough is really easy to make. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to this recipe and tell you how to make it so that you can make it yourself. Now this recipe will be available on the foodfamilytradition.com site and it will be available on my Instagram page at foodfamilytradition. Of course, if you do have questions about this recipe and are looking for any tips and tricks on how to make it, you can reach out to me by going to the Food Family Tradition website and clicking on the contact link to send me a message that way. So first of all, we're going to start with the dough. The dough requires four cups of flour, uh, two and a quarter teaspoons of dry yeast in dissolved in a quarter cup of warm water, one cup of warm water, one teaspoon of salt, and if you so desire, you can add two tablespoons of oil. So the first thing that you'll do is combine the flour and salt, then you'll add your dissolved yeast and mix it well. If you're adding oil, you're going to add it at this point and mix it again. And then you'll gradually add all of that remaining water in that one cup. You'll knead it until a soft dough is formed and then you'll cover the dough with a clean towel. You can also use plastic wrap if you don't have a clean towel on hand, which does happen sometimes. And then you're going to let it rest in a warm place for one hour. Now you'll want it to be a little bit more than room temperature. I typically put my dough into the oven or in my microwave, which is just above my oven. uh, So it gets heated up and, but not too hot, of course, uh, but just something to activate that yeast and let it rise. Now, while this is rising for that hour, you'll go ahead and make your meat filling. You'll need two pounds of of the raw ground beef, 
two grated onions that are drained from all the liquid. Now, I know it's really difficult to drain to um, to grate onions, but it's well worth it for this dish. You'll go ahead and drain those onions though, and then you'll use half a can of tomato paste. Typically, cans of tomato paste that I buy are about six ounces, so you'll use half of that and put that in as well. You'll need the juice of one lemon, a half cup of tamarind, you'll need cinnamon, salt, and allspice to taste. Then um, you're going to go ahead, mix all of those ingredients together, um, and then you're going to take the dough that has risen. You're going to roll out the dough as thin as possible. You'll cut it into small circles that are about three to four inches in diameter, and you can make them even smaller if you like, so they're bite size. When that happens, you're going to go ahead um, and make sure that you preheat your oven to 350 degrees. You'll place all of the circles onto a baking tray on a cookie sheet that's been uh, covered with like a silpat, silicone, um, silicone, uh, silicone sheet, excuse me, looking for the words. Um, and then you'll, um, you can also use parchment paper and alternatively you can put some oil generously on that baking sheet. Personally, for easy cleanup, I use parchment paper. Um, then you're going to go ahead and you're going to spread a heaping tablespoon of the meat filling on each circle of the dough and you're going to press it in firmly into the dough because you don't want that dough to bubble up. Um, you're going to then bake them for 15 to 20 minutes at 350 degrees until they come out golden brown. You'll see it start to brown right around the edges. And then you'll repeat this with the remaining dough. Now you don't have to make this all at once. You can also go ahead um, and freeze the dough, but I recommend making it all at once because then once it's all baked up, whatever you don't eat immediately, you can put it into the freezer and save it for a future meal, for a snack time, for yourself even if you don't want to share, which I can do completely relate to and understand. Um, and it's absolutely delicious. It makes a great snack, a great addition to any meal, as I've said. You can eat it with additional salads. You can have it um, even as a meal as itself if you eat enough of them. So again, this recipe is going to be available on my website, foodfamilytradition.com. And also it's going to be available on my Instagram page at foodfamilytradition. And that is lahamajine, a delicious snack that you can have after, after school for your kids, for yourself, or even as a meal. But really this dish or this snack is amazing. I love it. My kids love it. I grew up with this. This is definitely a traditional, um, a traditional food that we had growing up, and I cannot give enough ten five stars, you know, ten out of ten on this. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do, and as much as my family does, with these amazing flavors from the region in the Middle East. And I hope that you'll join me for more recipes and hear more stories on the next episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening.